Time now for another Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. You know, we get you to work every morning on the Bob and Tom Show. Now every afternoon at 3, we're going to post a little extra for you to get you laughing on your way home or whenever you download this thing. Coming up on today's show, the Paul McCartney Beatles story, plus Crocus is retiring, and the latest sperm news right after this from Donnie Baker. Hi, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. And I'm not sure if this is a trend or if it's something that just started, but lately I've been having a lot of requests by chicks for me to take a camera phone picture of my pork sword, and then then they want me to send it to them. I swear to God they do. And even though my pager can do more than most cell phones, ain't no camera in it, so I've had to rely on some friends or my mom fellas to do the snapshots. Hell, in the last week alone, I've mailed out more headshots than Fonzie back in the 50s. Ask Scotty. And word's getting around, but not everyone is comfortable doing this for the first time. And I probably know more about building your own pork folio than anybody I know of. Uh-huh. So here's a few tips from Donnie Baker if you're nervous, a first-timer, or a little puny in the pants. I mean, just because a woman wants to see it don't mean you're in. Mm-hmm. This is like a coin toss before overtime. You have to win, because this could be a deal-breaker. So plan ahead with your pictures. If you're less than six inches, choose a profile. I always look taller in my mugshots from the side. And Scotty, any cop would tell you the same. I swear to God they would. Plus, it just looks more badass because they get to see the chin. That's why they made Lincoln do it that way is for the penny. Just make sure you don't get your belly button in the background because women will do the math. Number two, use some props, man. Get one of them mini souvenir bats or mini helmets to give away at ball games. Use that for a backdrop or some kind of point of reference. Girls won't believe you're packing a Louisville Slugger unless they can read the label. And remember, label up. Always. Always. Go with the grain. Uh Or... Or Coca-Cola's making little six-ounce cans now, so it's easier to gauge the girth if you're posing next to a pounder. Either that or a mini Pringles can works good. They can't tell the difference, uh-huh. unless they have a protractor. I see. And never include any hands in the picture. That's a mistake, because some girls are smart. Every hand has a thumb. Everybody knows it. And women can price shop. So if they see your thumb and your drum are like neck and neck, uh-huh. and ain't going to be a keeper. I mean, you might get her to call back, but you're not making the scrapbook. Now, if you was born like me, you really don't need a cell phone. I just do this stuff for fun. Hell, I put stretch marks in blue jeans before so girls can see it with the naked eye. That's why when I wrestled and wore tights, my nickname used to be The Smuggler. (laughs) I swear to God it was. Even the ref used to brag that it took two headlocks to pin Donnie Baker. He'd say it right to my opponent's face. So now I use props just for fun to show off a little. My favorite is just laying it down on a road atlas. Hell, on a good day, I can cover four states. (laughs) Out west. Ask Scotty. Uh Drives girls crazy. Uh And I always include the key in the picture so they can calculate the miles of milk bone in their next one tank trip. (laughs) I swear to God I do. Donnie, who's been using a Sharpie on my road atlas? Somebody scribbled all over the Grand Canyon. Shut up, Randy. You couldn't even cover Rhode Island's. I gotta go. <laughs> Here's some extra. This is Bob and Tom Extra. These are my buddies from the Black Moods. This isn't a black mood at all. This is a, puts me in a good mood. I love the name Burry. When the bass kicks in, thank you very much. Uh, big news this morning: Paul McCartney has announced that uh, oh. song "Come Together" has a whole new meaning. Uh, I hate this story. So do I, and I wish we weren't talking about it. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's not. A couple of 15-year-olds and their buddies. Now, this is so disturbing. The only reason they're giving it a pass is because it's McCartney. 
I'm sure every guy at camp did this. That's why you went to camp, right? No, never. I never. And I was. I was. No, I'm sorry. Most kids don't do this. No. Once again, the story is uh, Paul McCartney in in an interview with GQ magazine said. um, He and John Lennon and a couple of guys masturbated together. And it didn't happen but more than a couple times. Mm-hmm. That's still a couple too many. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They, they would do it in the dark. But remember, it was the 50s. There certainly was, there was the, no, there wasn't the internet. There were, and in, in England with all of the uh, restrictions that you couldn't, you could barely get a guitar. And I'm sure they had no girly magazines. And they would sit around in the dark and shout out the names of famous movie stars. It was awful. Bridget Bardot is the one he mentioned specifically. Creepy and weird. And then it ended one time when Lennon shouted out Winston Churchill. Always, always, always the comedian. Always a boner killer, Winston Churchill. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There might have been one guy that was okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what? What? We're stopping? Oh, oh, no. I mean, that's gross, right, guys? (laughs) Having seen that Churchill movie, Mm -hmm. you and I went to see that, Josh. Yeah. That was really good, but he doesn't seem like much of a sexual being, (laughs) Mr. Churchill. No. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> what's his most famous speech? The, uh, yeah, but you know what? Ladies love the power. Mm. They oh, are really was, turned on by that. Stood by him, but uh, yeah, that would be. You know, if you're at a circle jerk and somebody yells out Winston Churchill, just <laughs> keep calm and carry on. <laughs> <laughs> that made up for all of yesterday. <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> we will never surrender. Matt, how old were you when you admitted to somebody for the first time that you... Uh, Wanked it. Oh, that I admitted it? Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. I mean, I, I I, don't even know what age I was when I first did it, to be honest with you. Well, that's I, I know. I thought I invented it. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. But once again, we do have a, a tribute to the, to the Beatles right now. And the, oh. The famous uh, Lennon and McCartney uh, standoff, if you will. Come together. <laughs> right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> they are, they're that together is, there. That is yeah. really that is some fine editing, Dean. That is really, really a beautiful thing. But it does change the meaning God. of so many Beatles songs. That was literally my favorite Beatles song of it all time. It still can be. Don't no, worry about it's ruined. My favorite Beatles song is that one, Just the Two of Us, and that has a whole kind of a, you know that one? Two of Us, right, ding, man. Okay, never no. mind. No, I hear, I hear Just the Two of Us, and I think of... Um, Just the Two, two of us. us. That's a nice song, too. We can make this does explain um, how the White Album got white. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, my The goodness. opaque album. <laughs> <laughs> you can even take a George Harrison song. Something in my hand right now. Yeah, we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to do a little medley here. That's okay. Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, you would hope they were far enough away not to. Oh, well, you know, hit sure. each other. You know, because yeah. that would be the first time Lennon got shot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wow! I, I thought you were gonna go with Get Back JoJo, but no, no, you get get right down to the incredibly unpleasant. Uh, meet. The Beatles, M-E-A-T. We could do this all day. I'm, in fact, I might want to. No. Okay. The Beat Awfuls? How's that? <laughs> that was the name of one of our fake bands. The Beat Awfuls? The Beat Awfuls, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like 30 years ago. I was going to say that was before syndication. I would have didn't get that in St. Louis. But again, my, uh, my, uh, my favorite of the Bob and Tom fake bands is still Chuck Chuck Bobuck and the Banana Fan of Four. Um, fine, which, fine name. Yeah, yeah. And I still can't understand. What my, happened to them? 
Um, I believe they're touring with uh, the association oh, and uh, the okay. Guess Who. Sure. <laughs> and if you've seen the Guess Who recently, you'll go up there and go, hey, Guess Who's in the band? I, I have no idea. I, I don't see Burton Cummings. Yeah. I don't see. D Sharp. Uh, mm-hmm. D Sharp is in the band. We He's found that the, out. He's the drummer? Singer. singer. Oh, the singer. Okay. I did. Okay, very dirty. That's his real Sharp. name. Uh, what is it? Uh, his, but it's, is it like... No, I think it's Derek Sharp. But he goes by right, D Sharp. He goes by okay. D Sharp. It's a musical reference, isn't it? Yes. Duh. Yeah, that, uh, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't make it right. No, it sure doesn't. I want Randy Bachman, and in my guess who, I want Randy Bachman and Burton Cummings. I'm sorry we're off. Oh, speaking of musical references, I know you guys are going to want to um, mark your calendars. We may have to take off this, the show December 7th, 2019. Crocus embarking on a little midnight maniac. Yeah. Crocus and who? Just Crocus. They mean it this time. They're they're done. It's over. Their last show will be December seventh, twenty nineteen, in Zurich. Who? I thought they were done. <laughs> I, did too. I nope. saw them in eighty eight. Am I, I supposed to done. know who Crocus is? No, you're not. Ace. No. That's one. It's one of your favorite bands. I enjoy them. Yes. Okay, or, as I said this to Ace, and he goes, "I enjoyed early Crocus." Yeah, oh, of no. course. Everyone knows the later Crocus uh, when they when they lost Burton Cummings and Randy Bachman. Oh, wait a minute! That was a band that had hits. Now Lennon and McCarthy were in a band called Strokus oh. before. I think. <laughs> McCarthy. Oh, is that what I said? Yes. Yeah, it was John Lennon and Jenny McCarthy. They had a, uh, <laughs> it was their no vaccine tour. Uh huh. Imagine there's no vaccine. Uh, oh, really? You want polio? Yeah. Okay, good for you. Why don't you do that for your kids? Uh, well, we have a lot to get to here. Um, Lots of people imagine what their first baby might look like. Some showbiz fans might even imagine it would look like a child of their favorite celebrity. So a sperm bank in L.A. now offers you a celebrity look-alike service. A woman can actually choose a donor based on the famous person he resembles. Mm. California Cryobank is one of the only clinics around that offers such a service. Women can filter their sperm donor down to those who resemble men like Prince Harry, David Beckham, or Leonardo DiCaprio. Currently, the one of the most popular choices is... Steve Buscemi. (laughs) No, No, Tom, not Steve Buscemi. Sorry. Fine-looking man in his own right, but no. Who? George Clooney. Ben Affleck. Wow. Wow, you give that baby a bottle. <laughs> Make sure it's... Yeah, not gin. Okay, wow. Well, yeah, Ben's going to, to some rehab right now. Are these women some... taking uh, into consideration that their genes are going to also right. come into play? And um, You know what? The kid's not going to really necessarily look like... The but it's not it's not the actual seed of no right of Leonardo course. DiCaprio. It's uh, some guy that looks like him. What if the guy that looks like Leonardo DiCaprio has an intelligence level of three? What you know? It's or no Come talent. On. Well, he. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Mean, How many years until you realize whether they look like them or not? As it's well? going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah. So after the and you really want a hot son? You know, like what are these women? Why do why do they care? Yeah, I heard. Well, I, I did read the article about this. It's interesting because if you want a Bill Cosby lookalike, they have to put you under <laughs> to, to do the insemination. Just so, so it has, it's, it's that much closer to being real. Um, if you want a Louis C.K. lookalike, you have to go to his car and scrape the seat. <laughs> if you want a Josh Arnold lookalike, you have to, you just go to have my... to grab a sock <laughs> from underneath the bed. T-shirt. I'm a t-shirt man. <laughs> now, interesting enough, we have a uh, we have another sperm story coming up but uh you said you had chimpanzees in the news 
I do have chimpanzees. Chimpanzees in the scare news. me, by the way. Have you ever been around a chimp? Uh, not like they can rip your face close, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. You know yeah. that. Yeah, they're they're scary. A new study found chimpanzees and toddlers communicate with a similar unspoken language. They throw <laughs> poop at each other. <laughs> According to the study published in Animal Cognition, human children between 12 and 24 months use 89 percent of the same gestures the juvenile and adult chimps use. Hmm. Both humans and chimps hug, jump, stomp, and throw objects. Scientists said the research suggests some gestures are innate due to our shared evolutionary history. Study author Verena Kurskin said humans and chimpanzees shared a common ancestor around five to six million years ago. So we don't descend from chimps. No. We Adam. have like great, 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 great grandparents that were both. Is that what's happening here? Sounds like it. They That, that family branch went away and... <laughs> So that makes sense, though, I guess. So little toddlers do some of the same stuff mm-hmm. that adult chimps do. Okay. Um, good to know. Um, makes sense to me. I, I don't yeah. Know the... uh, oh, that'll help. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Biker. Oh, hey, Donnie. Donnie. Hey, Tom, I'm with you. There ain't going to be a lot of Steve Buscemi or Gary Busey babies on that request. Oh, list, yeah, you know? yeah, the celebrity sperm thing. It's very weird. And I, on I... that other story, Christy, i got to tell you, I'm sick and tired of science people. Always comparing us humans to chimps and orangutans. Because the fact remains, there ain't nothing like us anyways. Well, uh, well that's Just because they got disposable thumbs don't make them as smart as us. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, sure, they can peel uh, diners like us, but let's see them try to adjust the carburetor on a 78 Dodge. Uh, well, they could turn a screwdriver, so I don't know. They but if they're able... smart, then how come they ain't learned to use toilet paper yet? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. <laughs> You know, I want to see them do a Rubik's Cube or, or work a chainsaw proper. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> if, if they can do everything we can do, then how come we don't give them jobs? What? Like uh, well, like yesterday, I had the tree guys come out and do some work. Right. Yeah. Think of some fly-by-night tree place. What makes you think that? Well, it was called Wayne's Fly-by-night tree service. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. So the tree guys are doing some uh, cutting down some limbs, were they? I mean, I, I doubt they had proper permits uh-huh. or you know, licensing, but they had chainsaws, and they worked. I mean, that's all I needed. Well, these guys were amazing, going up and down them trees like it came natural, just like a fox squirrel. Wow. And mm-hmm. have, you, have you seen them? These guys that do these, they're always rough dudes. It's scary-looking dudes. Yeah, it's hard like work. Fresh out of prison, missing fingers, one of them missing an eyeball, missing lots of teeth. If you look at all their teeth out of all their mouths, if you took all them teeth out, you probably still couldn't fashion a full set of chompers. Really? Swear to God. Oh. <laughs> But God love them, because somebody's got to keep Mother Nature in check. Sure. And these badass dudes are the ones that do it. I mean, I ain't afraid of heights, but I sure as hell ain't climbing up 300 foot of a stupid tree risking life and limb. Yeah, that's dangerous. And, oh, speaking of climbing high, you ever met one of them dudes who changes the light bulbs at the top of radio towers? Uh, yeah. It's... No, I haven't. Oh, I have. Really? Well, they're certified lunatics, <laughs> at least the one I met. Really? I was talking to this tower climber last time I was up in Wisconsin. He told me it takes six hours just to climb to the top of these it was like 1,200-foot towers. And he said up at the top, it's swaying like 10 foot in every direction. Oh, man. Can you imagine getting all the way up there and realizing you forgot the light bulb back in the garage? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. And I had to ask him, too. I said, hey, man, tell me this. What if you get up there and you you got to drop a deuce all of a sudden? <laughs> He told me once you've climbed more than an hour, it ain't worth going back down. 
So he says, man, we just opened the hatch from wherever we are on a ladder. No. I swear to God. Uh. He said the highest deuce he ever dropped was from over 1,100 feet. <laughs> 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 that smashed the car windshield. Are you out yeah. driving the wrong time? You thought hitting a June bug at 60 mile an hour made a mess. Wait till you hit a human steamer. <laughs> so next time you're driving, Christy, and your radio yes. starts to cut out for a few seconds, don't be alarmed. Okay. It's probably just some bulb changer cutting weight down the side of a tower. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it like this. I just hit the gas and say a little prayer. It ain't two for Tuesday, if you know what I mean. Uh, okay, uh, I know what you mean. I'm gonna go. Very helpful. <laughs> what did that have to do with chimpanzees? I, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> lost my place there. He doesn't tend to stay on topic. Yeah, okay, okay, very good. Uh, back to you, Christy. What else is going on? Well, we'll keep with our sperm news. Researchers at Ruhr University in Germany, Ruhr, R-U-H-R, Ruhr, discovered a sperm protein called HOR17-4, which acts as a receptor the same way our noses detect smell. Oh, That's sure. Right. So the, yeah. They have a nose that'll help them navigate to your egg, ladies. A sperm has a nose. Just follow your nose. <laughs> Just always nose. Is that Toucan Sam? It sure is. <laughs> that was the worst Toucan Sam I've ever heard. This is very The worst you've ever heard? I, I hear it a lot, but that, <laughs> that sounded nothing like Toucan Sam. Try it again. Just follow your nose. It's not that far off. I think you need a little more nasal. Just just follow your nose. I, yeah, no, I, I think I... <laughs> this is fascinating. Floral fragrances, fragrances like Villily of the Valley were the top motivators, I can't speak, increasing the speed of the sperm twofold. That means twice as much. Yeah. So this, I don't understand. So the, the, the... Borginal, a component of the Lily of the Valley fragrance, is now used in fertility treatments to help out the swimmers. Oh, no kidding. That's really interesting. So they kind of make, they put they put the fragrance near the egg, and then the sperm is attracted to yes. it and will go towards huh. it? Huh. Wow. Lily of the Valley? Yeah. Josh, you should get some and put it in your socks. <laughs> they don't. They don't need it. First of all, he uses a T-shirt. He said I mean, that You know what? I'm going to stop correcting him on that. It's, yeah, uh, he's never going to realize. I think, I think socks is more relatable. It's kind of the go-to <laughs> <laughs> repository. So if you come out a woman, guys, she's got Lily of the Valley's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, she, Christy. If, she if, wants if, a baby. Yes, yeah. yes, if you're greeted by Lily of the Valley. <laughs> may want to... There's today's edition of the Bob and Tom Extra for you. Make sure you catch us every weekday afternoon at 3. You can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. For the Bob and Tom Show, this is Christopher speaking. Have a great one.